1: Already have, and you could make a few small changes to get yourself on that path to wellness. In my course, I'll show you how to detox each and every room of your house and create a healthy home environment. And welcome everyone to the show. This episode is being brought to you by Christian Mix 106, the widest variety of Christian music bringing people to Jesus. Go to ChristianMix106.com to listen to free live streaming. I'm so excited with today's guest that we have. Dr. Janine Krause is a naturopathic doctor. She is an acupuncturist and a a fellow podcast host. She has the Health Fix podcast. I am so excited to have you join us. We're super passionate about women's health, and Janine has been Uh, Working with women's health for many, many years. She really likes to tie this into um, the automotive field. And I'm really going to get into that story a minute. And if you know me, you know, I just geeked out on finding this out about her. Um, But she really likes to sleuth out things that we struggle with, you know, fatigue, weight gain, energy, lack of focus. You know, women, as we get older, we like to attribute this to the, oh, it's just part of the aging process. And we're here to tell you, no, it's not. Um, We're going to get down to the root of it. Uh, We're going to find out how to get unstuck today. Janine, thanks for coming in.
2: Hey, Amy, I'm so excited to chat with you. And oh, gosh, yeah, we are going to geek out for sure. And and tie back into the whole uh, mechanic field, because that's really where I got my start with a lot of this and and probably a lot of my principles in terms of figuring out and sleuthing out the body from watching my dad all those years try to figure out what's wrong with the cars.
1: I just love it because I went from the world of, you know, automotive prevention, you know, working with cars and how to extend the life of the car and really maintain it and take care of it to now I'm doing the same thing with our body and mind. And um, the fact when I read that in your bio, I was like, oh, we're going to get along fabulously. (laughs) (laughs) So I know there's a backstory. All of us in this industry, you know, we had our own personal journey. And I love for people to hear that from you because that's really what ties us in. It binds us together. It makes us go, oh, my gosh, me too. So would you mind sharing your story?
2: Sure, sure. So I got into the naturopathic medicine field because of my mom. And I was I was 15. It actually ties back to a car, interestingly enough, here, too, because I had my learner's permit. And she had to go to her doctor's appointments because she had cancer at the time. And she had to go to the acupuncture, She had to go to the naturopath. And I was like... I don't care about those things. I just want to drive. So I went along with her to all of these visits. And what ended up happening is I got the education of a lifetime. And here I am now, you know, just gosh, so many years later, we're we're looking at a long time later because it's been it's been 13 years of in practice and about 10 before that. So 20 plus years of being in the alternative medicine field. So that's kind of how I got into it. And then my story of where I'm at today in terms of stress and getting unstuck. Sometimes yeah. we have to get unstuck a few times in life. And, and I hear you. We were talking before we went live and we were talking a little bit about how there's been this funk kind of overlaying everyone right now. And even us folks who have all the tools to deal with stress and manage stress, you know, we're feeling it. And so we're really having to employ stuff more and more. And it, it's getting, you know, it, it's a tough deal. So where I'm at now compared to what happened, and this is kind of how it ties into stress, is I push myself to the limits in my career. I was trying to create an amazing practice. I was trying to do everything for everyone, be everything for everyone in my practice. And I was working with a partner who had the business with me. And I literally got myself so worn down that I got out of my car one day in our parking garage and I literally collapsed laying on all the grease, all the, the stuff, the oil dry all in my face, just laying there like I can't get up. I can't move. I don't want to go in there. And it wasn't, that I didn't want to see my patients. It wasn't that I didn't want to take care of people. It was literally, my body was like, no girl, you're going to have a panic attack and you're going to get frozen and stuck right now. And then we're going to get you out of this. So I embrace getting stuck in a way and cu- becoming unstuck is actually kind of a fun journey and you get to learn so much about yourself. So that's where I, I bring some fun to the table today in that department.
1: Well, we got to have fun. You know, I think that's one of the things that as we become adults, I look at my grandkids, for instance, and it's just fun all day long. It's just fun. It's all laughter and games and having fun. And somehow we get jaded as we get older and we forget to have fun. We forget to laugh and we get so serious.
2: It's true. It's true. Adulting makes you so serious and not as we stop playing. we literally stopped playing. We stopped the curiosity. and And that's what gets us in trouble. And it's yeah. one of the secrets to getting out of of being stuck,
1: yeah. And I think, you know, this year, especially, you know, here we are. We're just right before the holidays, and everybody's getting locked back down again. You know, we're and I was just, You know, I know everybody's going to resonate with these stories. I have a a dear, dear friend of mine that we've been uh, friends since grade school. And if she's watching, she knows exactly who I'm I'm speaking to right now. She just lost her father and Um. they couldn't be with him. Uh, You know, and 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 I just those I hear countless stories like this, um, that that we're being kept away from our loved ones um, in the name of being safe. And, you know, now they're saying, you know, don't have big gatherings. You know, I've got a large family when we're just the immediate family. It's 20 of us, you know, and that's just our kids and grandkids. That doesn't include parents and aunts and uncles. And and they're saying no. No, you can't gather. Um, and and I think I speak for a lot of people that are just like, ugh, yeah. it's so overwhelming. And what's been taken away from us and what you know where we've gone into this. And I I I have been struggling, mm-hmm. really struggling the past couple of weeks with my mindset. And I've got tools. <laughs>
2: Well, I think this is something that a lot of us haven't prepared for, right? Even with all the tools and all the courses, I don't think a lot of people have talked about how tribe, which is our family, our tribe disruption takes us on a whole nother level of, of finding ourselves stuck and, uh, and sad because we, we don't have that connection. And as much as, you know, talking one-on-one with Zoom and FaceTime and all that is lovely, you're not feeling the energy as much of people. You're not like, there's, there's a different connection there. There really is. And that missing connectivity is what, I'm very concerned about, and actually, that's my biggest trouble too. I was talking to my dad, and I and I can't, you know, see him. He's in Illinois, by the mm-hmm. way. I'm I'm in Washington State, so it, it requires some flying and things to hang out with them. And I thought to myself, gosh, you know, I don't care. I, I'm just going to fly. That we have a small family for us, but but I'm like, I, I think I'm just going to fly and, and hang out with them. But we have other people like you who have these big families, and when we're being told we can't congregate and more than 30 people. I'm hearing some fun stories about turkey funerals and things happening so that folks can can get together. But no, the, the big deal is, you know, without getting too controversial on the, on, on the details, is that we're missing the connection. Oh, and yeah. so this is the time to be enriching the connections in which the folks you do have, and perhaps even going back to old school and writing some letters. I'm, I'm finding that as a great way to get unstuck.
1: I love that, I, I, you know, and I think I hit the nail on the head when I was talking to a friend of mine and my husband, um, just the other day, it's like, I'm not hugging people. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not touching, I'm a touchy feely kind of gal, you know, and I, and I need to hug, I need to be touched, I need that embrace. And um, that's not happening. And then you just landed on it. um, The, the, um, the energy, you know, we all Mm -hmm. have this energy. And, and through, through here, we're not, you know, we can kind of sense it, but we're not getting it like we are in, in real life. Yeah. Uh, so we know what the issues are. I I hate to stay in that space, right? You know, let okay, we know it's ugh. ugh. Right. right. Okay, so what do we do? What do we do to pull ourselves up? You know, it's 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 enough to say, okay, put on your big girl pants, you know, and let's just, you know, what what kind of tools can we incorporate to really take ourselves out of this funk and make this the best last six weeks? Yeah.
2: yeah. Absolutely. So number one, you know, kind of going back to just saying we can't control the situation that's going on. So we have to go over over overview and go, okay, what can I control? And we can control how we think. We can control what we do do in our daily lives. And one of the things that I have people looking at to to get on stock is really assess your, your routine right now. Okay. And looking at what are you doing in the morning? What are you doing in the afternoon? What are you doing, you know, throughout the day? Are you eating regularly? Because that's a big one that a lot of people don't realize the effect that that has on their mood and the effect that that has on their overall health. Because if you're struggling with the COVID 15, 20 or 30 here in this case, um, you want to go, okay, it's time to meal prep. And yes, I know that this week is Thanksgiving week. That might be a little bit crazy for some, but you know what? We still got a couple of weeks left of this year. So you can, you can get through the holiday and hammer this down after the holiday, but it's planning out your week in terms of what am I going to be eating? So, you know, what's happening, but you also know what time you're going to be eating. Now, does it have to be military strictness? No, but at least having that predictability for your brain, because right now with everything so chaotic and up in the air, we need some predictability because our nervous systems are much more chill when we know what's going on. So I I get the routines going on, but I also look at your daily routine and go, okay, most people will try to tell me that they're too busy to have fun or they're too busy to do something for themselves. That's Mm -hmm. so not true because it doesn't mean you have to take an hour. It doesn't even mean you have to take five minutes. You can take two minutes. And so one of the big things I've been working on folks is, okay, as we're changing the mindset, we're changing the mindset to go, okay, how can I have fun in my day? How can I play in my day? And how can I do something for me in my day? One thing that feels absolutely like amazing to do. One of my girlfriends taught me that one, that one, actually I'm stealing that one from her because it works so well. If we think of something really indulgent, you know, for some people it's their cup of coffee in the morning. Like that's mm-hmm. the ritual. Okay, great. Then instead of having that ritual where you're planted in front of the TV, watching stuff that you can't control, turn the TV off. Why mm-hmm. don't you sip the coffee? And maybe you're staring at the wall. Maybe you're petting the dog. Maybe you are reading a book, catching up on something fun, but something that feels indulgent there, something that feels good. So I do highly recommend that folks turn off the media in the morning. If, if you're noticing you're getting triggered by it, it's, it is time to do that. Um, you can turn it on later if that, that works for you. But really taking the time in the morning, because this is when your cortisol is at the highest. It's its peak level. And yeah. so your fight or flight's cranking at this time. So I'm really highly recommending for folks if you're feeling stuck, you're feeling stressed, this is the time to take care of yourself. And if you're feeling kind of dragged, like you're not getting up in the morning, you're dragging yourself out of bed, also good time because you want to preserve your cortisol right. in the morning.
1: Right. Absolutely. Well, and and here's a here's a you know something that I have found is this thing right here. <laughs> don't get yeah. that up for at least thirty minutes. If you can go yeah. an hour. You know, take I, I love indulgent, you know, mm-hmm. think indulgent and, and don't mm-hmm. even pick that up and do something mm-hmm. that that is not connected to that, um, you know, bef- as you start your day. And you'll find start a gratitude journal, sit okay. and write something that you're grateful for and get that mindset set, um, you know, in the right spot when you first start. Love Absolutely. that. Love Absolutely. that.
2: Yes. These are things that anyone and everyone can incorporate in. And like, like I said, it doesn't take that long. A gratitude journal in the morning. I'm grateful for this, this, this. Three things, boom, done. You know, what's that take? 30
1: seconds? I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I look back. I, I always incorporate everything to my grandkids because I got 12 of them, right? And, and I look at, you know, the kids. When how is it that adults should be any different when they've got a set routine and schedule, they are so good and they're spot on. And, and you know, they know what to expect. They know what's what's happening It's when they get off that routine that they get kind of discombobulated. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. Stuff isn't right. It's the same thing for us as adults. Right. Oh,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. And, and a lot of us will fight it to, to like, and, and you know what, it's true. It's true. Anytime you have a pattern disrupt, interrupt, like what's going on with COVID, all of that, it's going to throw us off because it disrupts your routine. That's why kids get a little weird around the, you know, going back to school because they've had their summer routine and now they got to get to the fall routine. We're like that too. Every season, it's something to think about and reevaluate. And part of it too, is the going to bed and waking up routine as well because a lot of people do not have a set bedtime and wake up time this is predictable for your body and you cannot get unstuck if you are not sleeping at least seven hours a night i i change it to seven to eight it's kind of been back and forth but i really do think that we need to have some time to unwind in the evening and and get to bed at a decent hour and get that sleep because boy if the covid 15 20 or 30 has really hit you sleep might be something to really evaluate and, and optimizing sleep as, as you get older, because us ladies, sometimes we start to flux a little bit on hormones. And, mm-hmm. and where does that come from? Actually stress progesterone drops as we get older, messing with our ability to sleep. And it's because we steal the precursors to make cortisol instead. So then progesterone drops, we can't sleep. So right. these are uh, this is another reason to really be working on on de-stressing. And I love the concept now of a lot of folks are working at home, but I love the concept of, OK, this is your hard
1: stop. Work can't keep continuing on and on and on into the evening. Hey there. I wanted to take a minute to talk about the everyday products you are using in your home. Many of us are label hunting. They're examining every product in the house to make sure it's toxic free. And I totally understand that, hey, we're not all scientists, and maybe we just want that easy button to help pick the right products. That's why I aligned with Young Living, a whole health and wellness company that has all the clean products you know, from essential oils to personal care products, makeup, supplements, items for kids and babies, and the list goes on. Almost any everyday item you could think of using. And the best part is Young Living's products are seed to seal. They're backed by high quality standards. They're the leader in the industry and one of the only essential oil companies that have their own farms. I've been there. They're incredible. These are great natural products that you can use right at home. If you want to shop worry-free for home products, click my link in the show notes and see the quality products from Young Living. Right. Right. And and I think uh, that's such a great point. When you don't have an office that you're going to and you're all of a sudden working at home and you're finding yourself... You know, immersed in that 24-7, what a great, you know, I didn't even think about that because I've been working from home for 20 years. You know, it's not anything new to me, but but it's new to a lot of people, right?
2: Right, right. Yeah. And and having a set, I think what I've heard from a lot of patients is that they're working at their dining room table. They're working in their bedroom. They're working, you know, having a place that's work because your brain gets confused where's work, where's not work. And then the mind's just kind of going. And the more the mind goes, that's where we start to become stuck because we become overwhelmed and we're not giving ourselves those breaks. And if the body doesn't know and the brain doesn't know the difference between bed being work and kitchen being work, you're going to be in that mode of work when you don't necessarily want to be giving those signals. So really keeping that in the back of your mind as to what you're doing, when and where the location
1: in that time. Oh, So, so important. I, I, you know, I have no TV in my bedroom. No computers are allowed in the bedroom. I mean that because I want my body to understand this is sleep. This is rest. You Mm -hmm. know, this is, you know, and, um, it, it, it just, you, you, your body does get acclimated to that. And I, I promise when you get to the other side, y'all, y'all understand that. Yes. Yeah, what a great tip on that. What else can we do to, to, you know, we've talked about, um, uh, assess your routine and planning out your week. Um, what else can we do?
2: So one of the other big big things that I find helps everybody and, and you and I both have our, our liquids here hydration and it seems basic and and hydration and whole foods are always going to be basic things eating closest to nature you have to have that otherwise your body's going to have the stressors of of what to do when you're dehydrated that puts stress on the body what happens when you have a lot of foods that the body doesn't know how to process those are like foundation non-negotiables but the next thing from there is working on the mindset it's something Ooh. that's often overlooked. Because when we get stuck, it's a lot of times because we're thinking in this looping pattern of why can't I, you know, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Or it's beating yourself up in terms of, you know, I shouldn't have ate that extra piece of pizza or, oh, you know, I ate so many chips, whatever it may be. Right. (laughs) All of a sudden the whole bag just disappeared. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. happened to you. You're not alone happened to me too. Sometimes <laughs> this is a stress eating response, right? And for a lot of people, this is why the COVID 15, 20, whatever. Um, we have to really think about the mindset. And like I mentioned in the beginning, you know, you have to be able to control what you can control and you can control your thoughts. And it's a little cheesy, right? The first thing when someone told me, you will just think happy, just be happy. My first response was to be like, no, I like being angry. I like being grumpy. You know, I'm, I'm addicted to this feeling. And, and really, you can be addicted to that grumpy kind of attitude kind of feeling. And there's been a lot of people talking lately about this victim mentality. The pandemic is doing this to me. This is doing this to me. Okay. Would you rather be a victim or would you rather be a warrior? I don't know, I definitely want to thrive, right? So I get people to get out an old fashioned piece of paper, kind of like I've got a notepad here. And we put down on there, you know, we have to have a vision, right? Because a lot of us, we're like, okay, I'm stuck. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Okay, let's give yourself a plan. If you have an actionable plan right in front of you, now you can move forward. So changing your mindset does require a little bit of a plan. Now, first and foremost, we have to think goal. What's the goal? I don't want to be grumpy. Maybe, you know, that may, that maybe it's that simple right? or that complicated, um, <laughs> you know, or maybe it's okay. I'm feeling stuck in my career. I want to move forward and do this. Or mm-hmm. maybe it's, I want to find a great relationship, you know, or whatever it may be. You write that down and you go, okay, what are all the steps I need to do to get there? You got to reverse engineer it. Mm-hmm. And when you got all those down on that paper, you're like, okay, what habits do I have right now that I need to change to get to that goal? Where am I self-sabotaging? And so this is just a little thought process, you know, for folks to kind of go through, because if we don't write it down, we can keep on that looping like, Oh, this sucks. Oh, this is terrible. Oh my life, blah, blah, blah. So if you have something where I'm like, okay, My negative thought is I'm not smart enough. And this is a real deal thing. I definitely struggle with this. And I know I'm not alone in this department. And so my goal is to change my thought process and I'm not smart enough. Okay, what I'm going to change it to, I am smart enough. I can do this. So you've got your goal. I'm smart enough. I can do this. I want to be smart. Your brain hears that. Great. Now you got to believe it. Because right. there's, there's all that like, yeah, I can change my, my sayings. And yes, I do think it's important to repeat it, but you got to get that the practice in the reps in just like you're going to mm-hmm. lift weights. You got to get the reps in to be able to do this. And so how do you prove to yourself that you are smart enough? Well, you've got to do things that you're confident in. And if there's something you're not confident in, you got to get the information, but you got to learn what you are missing in that department. So whatever you're wanting to be, say confident in, if it says, you know, let's, let's go with, I want to know more about women's health. Great. What are the key components that you don't know right now that you haven't mastered? Go learn that you've got it all stepped out right there for you. And then when you look back at that, you can't tell yourself that you're not smart enough because you created a plan and you executed the plan. Now this is the accountability on it. You have your plan. You got to do it. You got to get, got to get through it. And same thing goes for anyone right now who's feeling stuck in career. So what would your career change be? What do you need to do to get to that change? Relationship, what do you need to do? Maybe you need to break up with someone. Maybe you need to say, say, bye-bye, that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. Your Mm -hmm. your toxin, you know, Terminator, there's toxic relationships. And we can even have a toxic relationship with ourselves that is keeping us stuck. So looking at this goal, working on that and going, I'm not gonna be a victim to myself. And really coming up with a plan to overcome that. And this is kind of one of my favorite things with folks is keeping this notepad wherever you can, you know, out in front of you, wherever, and keep reviewing it every single day because there are things you need to work on every single day to help get yourself unstuck. So we talked about goals. We talked about routines. You mm-hmm. know, this is this is kind of the foundation. So a lot of people might be right now going, oh, that's a lot. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know where I'm headed. First and foremost, give yourself a direction. Like I said, the goal, pick one thing, not 20. And don't make it a, no, please don't make it a New Year's resolution. Those don't work. Really.
1: (laughs) Can you talk a little bit right now? And maybe I'm disrupting the whole process here, but Hmm. ripple effects. Mm -hmm. I am a firm believer in ripple effects. I'm a firm believer I used to operate in this mentality that I had to make these big sweeping changes. I had to have these extreme, um, you know, A to B, you know, A to Z and nothing in between, right? You know, we're just going to go from here to here. And then I would fail. You know, because I wasn't taking, you know, C, D, E, F, G steps. I was trying to go here to here. And then I would get that perpetual loop going, you know, oh, you're a failure. You can't do this. Look at you. You try. You you know, blah, blah, blah. And what I realized for me was that it's just one little thing,
0: mm-hmm. one
1: little thing that's not overwhelming, that's not broad sweeping that I can do to make an impact. And when I repeat that every single day, it has this compound effect.
2: Absolutely. You were, you were going right into where I was headed there with, with repeating rep, the repetition. Yeah. See, it's all about the mechanic base. Just have to get the reps in. Um, but yeah, it ripple effect and goes back to your your gratitude journal. This is why gratitude journals really are useful. A lot of people might think they're super cheesy. I'll be honest. At first I was like, I'm not doing that. But when I looked back through it, I was like, oh wow, look at this. Yesterday I achieved this. Yesterday I did that. So it's celebrating your little wins, being thankful for your little wins. You know, maybe your goal is to stop being so grumpy. Mm-hmm. This is you know, changing your mindset and changing your how you think is not something that's gonna be like boom overnight. You right. have to actually buy into it. And where that gratitude journal comes in is like that's like gold because you can see every single day your little victory. same thing for weight loss. Mm-hmm. I, I deal with a lot of patients who are like, it's been a week and I haven't lost ten pounds and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, (laughs) you know, in a perfect world, um, you might lose one or two in a week. And, you know, what other things have you done? And they're like, well, I'm drinking water every day and I'm doing this. I'm like, why are we not celebrating this? What's going on? So like Amy said, folks, celebrating those little wins every single day. That gratitude journal is huge. So add that to your gratitude journal. You know, you've, you've done this. You've done that. You're thankful for doing this. You're thankful that you've done that. So,
1: yeah. I love, I love that because I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're expecting this perfection or expecting, Mm -hmm. you know, these extreme, you know, shifts and, and just to, just to be grateful for, you know, the, the little things, you know, did you make your bed this morning, Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, do you have food in the fridge? Awesome
2: hmm. No, and these are little but very important pieces of the puzzle that have to kind of come together to get to the ultimate goal. And I think we're, we're in this society of, you know, gra- instant gratification and quick to get there. But I think part of it is enjoying the journey oh. of, and, and slowing down to be like, wow, you know, look at how far I'm coming each day and what I'm learning about my body. It's really cool.
1: Exactly. You know, and, and you get to get this in tune kind of, you know, process that that um, I like that you said, enjoy the journey, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I, I think so, so many times we're so focused on the end that we forget to enjoy the, the process along the way. Love yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, the, you know, getting unstuck is not an easy feat for anyone. And unfortunately, we're kind of in this, in this world right now where there's a lot of stuckness and different levels. So there might be someone who's listening to this. that's like, I'm stuck in different areas. Where do I focus first? Right. Which one, which one feels the best to you? Which one, you know, is the most dire? In this component, you know, which one is needs to be changed for you to move forward with the rest of them. So it's really just committing to making the change and committing to not letting anything control you that you can you can have control over.
1: Yeah. What's that saying? Um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change things I can and the wisdom to know the difference.
2: Perfectly said. Absolutely. Absolutely. And
1: and that's that first step is acknowledging, do I have control over this? Mm -hmm. You know, I find myself, I'm a Christian woman. And I find myself when I'm in this funk, when I'm in this space, it's typically because I'm trying to control people, places and things Mm -hmm. that, that I have no control over. And that when I give it back to God, who's in the driver's seat, not me, um, you know that helps me to to release that and maybe that will help you know someone who's listening today
2: oh absolutely absolutely no I think you said it perfectly i couldn't couldn't top that at all. <laughs>
1: I love it. I love it. So tell us, how do we get a hold of you, Janine, if we want to learn more about what you're up to? I, I saw that you've got some courses out there um, that you have. So give us some connections here.
2: Sure. So you can find me at drjkrausnd.com. That's my website. I've got my courses on there. I've got a course for fixing the digestive system because a lot of people are struggling with that right now. I also have one that is called take charge of your health, where you get to go through a three month program with me guiding you to get you all of the tools you need and on the right track. A lot of the stuff I talked about today, changing the mindset, things of that nature to get you moving forward. And I also have a Facebook group that goes along with my podcast too where folks can have a little interaction with me. It's called Find Your Health Fix and of course my podcast is called The Health Fix Podcast and I'm also on Instagram goofing around here and there as well with some fun stories so you can get to see my personality a little bit more. And that's Dr. just DR Janine J A N N I N E Kraus K R A U S E and those are the best places to find me at this point in time.
1: I love that, and I really think I want to give a plug for working with someone because you know you gave out these steps to getting unstuck, and the problem that we have when we're trying to do this on our own is maybe you you slipped up, mm-hmm. right? And you 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 go about two or three days and you do the things that you need to do, and then all of a sudden you slip up, and it's so easy for us to say, ah, oh, didn't work, and we give up. Right. You know, or, or, or we find ourselves two or three days go by and we haven't done what the things that we need to do. And it's just hard for us to get back into that zone. And, and, and so on our own, we can excuse away everything. Mm-hmm. You know, on our own, we can, you know, find the reasons not to do the things that we need to do that we know is going to make us feel better. But when we work with someone, we have that accountability. We have that extra push. We have that extra reason for continuing to do that. And, and it just, just long enough that we get that result. And it makes us want to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm hmm. Yep. That accountability is a huge factor. Absolutely. Having someone guide you along and kind of just, you know, be your cheerleader along the way. Absolutely priceless. Absolutely priceless. And I do love to do that for folks because it's it's like I don't know how I mean you work with folks, too. It's kind of like that little like, yes, we're getting somewhere. And it just it's a great way to to get yourself moving forward to have somebody to help you out a little bit.
1: It is. It's a fire. I mean, yeah. I, I, I I, equate it to like this fire in the soul. When you see someone making a positive impact and making a positive change in their life, it, it's, it's a feeling. It's better than any drug out there. It really is. I would agree.
2: I would you know, agree. It's true. It's,
1: Awesome. Janine, thank you so much for coming on the show with us. Um, I've so enjoyed listening to this um, power of getting unstuck. You have shared so many easy steps for people to walk themselves through. And I do hope that our audience checks into all your different programs that you offer and connects with you on Facebook. Thank you, Amy. You bet.